podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. Hello and welcome to episode four of Gossip Column. Apologies for not doing an episode yesterday, but what with it being Man City Liverpool, the biggest game of the world ever, and all that, it made little sense to do an episode because. Let's be honest, no one's probably going to listen to this, are they? So, that's all out of the way. We all know that Man City have cut the league to four points. We're not talking about league tables at the moment, we're talking about gossip. Yesterday we saw a done deal, Jermaine Defoe going to Rangers for an 18-month loan, which could be, could well be the uh, the signing which tips the, uh, the balance back in the favour of uh, Stevie G's blue half of Glasgow. A very interesting signing, I think Defoe obviously... He wants to just try and play as many games as he can at his age. He could be a real good signing. But, you know, that's enough about Scottish football. Let's go through the rest of the gossip today. And where should we go first? Let's go to Arsenal. And Aaron Ramsey, according to uh, Sport Media Set and Calcio Mercato, so some uh, some foreign sources, they're telling me that Aaron Ramsey has signed a pre-contract with Juventus. Wow. Um, I mean, to be honest with Aaron Ramsey, I mean, he's been a great player for the Gunners over his spell of time he's been there, I think it's what, best part of 10 years, what have you. But I just don't see it personally, the link with like Juventus, Bayern Munich, PSG. He must just have a really good agent, I think. I mean, all credit to him, if you can get a move after leaving Arsenal, and I guess that's a, an upgrade really going to Juventus. And I think Juventus are also quite clever and they seem to do well in getting the, um, is scraps the right word, but they get the, the off-cast of other bigger European clubs and then, make them better. I mean, you've got sort of M. Ray Chan as an example, Douglas Costa. You know, they sort of just take the players that aren't necessarily needed in sort of other European clubs and think, you know what, we can do something with them and the benefit is usually reaped. So credit to uh, to Arsenal and um, I guess uh, Ramsey to, uh, to get that move and uh, moving on myself. So Sevilla, they're saying they could move for Alvaro Morata. If they do, they've got to make sure he's not... Summer offside at the moment, because that's all he ever is, isn't he, Morata? I said that the other day. Um, it's almost, I guess, the, uh, the sign of how low his stock is, has gone, really, because when you consider he's played for Real Madrid, Juventus, Chelsea, and now you're sort of thinking, OK, where do you go after Chelsea? You're going to Sevilla, which is not, you know, not bad. Bad move, not the worst move, but I think for someone who's touted as going to be, you know, Chelsea's number nine for a good few years yet, it's not been a... A move that's really worked out. It's also saying that him himself would like to go to Real Madrid if he had the chance. But, you know, do you ever go back in football? That's one thing. I mean, has he done enough to get a move to Real Madrid? Probably not. I mean, I know he's probably still held in high esteem at uh, the Bernabeu. But, you know, Real Madrid only really want the very best, don't they? Do they really need someone who's, you know, not firing all cylinders? Probably not. I mean, I know Real Madrid do have their own sort of their own number nine issues, but I don't know if that's just a, a sort of sticking plaster. I don't think it will happen. I mean, if he is going to go anywhere, it might be severe. But then again, he might try and fight for his place. Chelsea definitely need a number nine, though. Whether they get one this month, we'll have to wait and see. Sari has said that he would like one. They need to go into the market. But strikers of that calibre that is required do not grow on trees, do they? And if they do, they come at a real premium. And with Chelsea sort of just spending £60 million on Pulisic... Do they have another £60 million in the bank to get a, another kind of striker? Probably not. So it might be bad news on that front for the Blues. Stay with Sevilla, and they're also keen on Eric Bailly. So uh, Sevilla obviously doing a Juventus-style sweeping round to the, uh, the bargain bins and seeing what they can get. But 
Um, it doesn't look like Eric Bay will be making a return back to La Liga anytime soon. Obviously, signed from Villarreal to come to Old Trafford, but um, Manchester United are saying no because um, they obviously have their own centre back issues. I, I mean, again, will they sign anyone at centre back in this uh, in this month? It looks unlikely. Again, it's all about the kind of player, the premium that comes with it, so on and so forth. Let's go to Newcastle next, and they are making a what could be an unexpected bid for Mario Balotelli. Wow. Approach this one with caution, Newcastle. I mean, there's no doubting that he gets goals. He's a, he's a very good striker, but he's an absolute nutcase. So I guess that is the uh, the yin with the yang with that one. But, you know, let's let's be honest. I said, I think in episode one, when Newcastle were going for um, reportedly Kamal Roof, and you think to yourself, you know, it is a forward, but you need someone to make that step up. Um, now it's, OK, we've had... Or we're going for someone who's got Premier League experience in bags, in droves, and um, it could, you know it could work. Stranger things have happened. Um, he would be lauded an absolute hero if he did come and get the goals. But um, take that one with a pinch of salt. Unexpected because I don't think it will happen really. Um, Mesut Özil is um, undecided on his future, but the likelihood he's, that he will stay till the end of the season. I don't really see him moving in January. If it was a loan move, who's going to be stumping up? The money for his wages, you'd have to look for like a part subsidy, that kind of thing. You know, he's on what excess of three hundred grand. So someone's coming in saying, "Well, we can only offer two hundred grand a week. Do you want to stump up the rest?" You know, that sort of split wage deal that could happen. But if anything's going to happen, really, and if Arsenal have got any designs at all on the top four, regardless of Ozil's injury problems at the moment with his sort of back, then you sort of think they're better off keeping him than getting rid. So Chelsea, we've just sort of said that they uh, they need a number nine. Sammy Abraham looks like that he might be the man. You know, yesterday it was uh, there's an apprehension to call him back. They're going to make a decision on January 14th. So a week after next, then they're going to decide um, on what to do with him, really. They could call him back. They could sell him to Wolves for the best part of 16, 18 million. I mean, that could be a good move for Wolves. I mean, it's bad news for Villa, whichever way you look at it. Because if he gets called back and plays for Chelsea, it's a win for him. If he goes to Wolves, obviously Villa lose out on their player and the chances of Villa getting promoted are almost sort of nil after that. I mean, they whisper it quietly, they're probably nil anyway. But um, they need Abraham if they have any chance of getting the playoffs and above. Chelsea again. And after um, after saying that Cesc Fabregas in episode three was going to be um, going to Monaco, that is off. Chelsea are not, they're not having it. No, it's not happening he won't be allowed to move to uh, Monaco and join up with Thierry Henry. So that one is vava doomed. So <laughs> bad news there. Caelan Navas was recently linked with a move to Arsenal, but he signed a new contract. He's now at the Bernabeu to 2021. I know contracts don't really mean too much in the grand scheme of things in football, but you'd have to think that any move that uh, could familiarise himself or you know manifest to North London is on hiatus for well at least the next few months. I don't know who Real Madrid might be sort of looking from a goalkeeper point of view in the summer. That all depends on if David De Gea is still um, not wanting to sign his contract at Old Trafford. So, you know, the goalkeeper merry-go-rounds is probably going to be stalled for a while. But that could, you know, there's no reason why um, Arsenal can't go back in for him sometime down the line. Again, Petr Cech getting old. I know Navas, Navas isn't much younger, but, you know, you could sort of see Cech calling his uh, time at Arsenal to an end. And then Navas is... You know, could even come in as number one because Bert Leno hasn't been amazing. And I know it's a first season, you're sort of um, changing a, a league from the Bundesliga to the Premier League, but there's still probably room for improvement in Arsenal's back line, and that includes the goalkeeper. 
Bayern Munich, they've made another bid for Callum Hudson-Odoi. 30 million now. So I'm thinking, I think that Bayern Munich are thinking that they want their own version of, um, what's his face? Sancho. They want their own English winger, don't they? Because they're all the rage in Germany. Um, it's crazy, really, isn't it? Because you've got... Chelsea have just spent 60 million on Christian Pulisic. They've probably got the answer, or a answer, right under their nose, but they won't give them the game time. So they're paying twice as much that they could get, or if they had sold a doy, but then why would they sell a doy? I don't know. What is football? So whether that happens, we'll have to wait and see. But Bayern Munich aren't letting that one go. Gary Cahill, again, uh, we said in episode three that he was close to... Um, Getting a low move to Fulham. That looks a step closer as Tim- Timothy Fosu Mensah has gone back to Manchester United to free up space. So it looks like it could be happening. Wow. Another thing that could be happening is Crystal Palace going in for Uma Nias. The Everton forgotten man forward is now um, moving a step closer to a move to Crystal Palace. They need a forward. They were going to go for Dominic Solanke, but that fell through due to question marks over his fitness. They need someone who's ready to go now. Uh, Solanke has a, an injury doubt or two. So if they did loan him he probably wouldn't be able to play till you know early mid-February that's not ideal for Palace so they've parked that one they're now going to actually spend some money and hopefully they'll get Umar Nias and that could be the man that keeps them in the Premier League and that is about time for me I'm running out so episode 5 will follow tomorrow that's Saturday as always I'm sponsored by Loserpool as always my name's Dan Tracy this is the Real Football Cast in association with Loserpool and until tomorrow goodbye Podcast Network.